Welcome to the Self-Worth Solution with Nicole Denise, a podcast to help you wake up to the truth of your worthiness, find real freedom, and learn to create a nurturing and supportive relationship with yourself. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a self-love advocate and master coach. My intention for my podcast is to be as candid and truthful with you as possible as I share lessons from my own journey of healing and self-compassion. Come along with me as we unlearn the lies and distortion diet culture taught us that cause us to mistrust and reject ourselves so you can finally say yes to the love, happiness, and the life you crave. Welcome to the Self-Worth Solution, Episode 8. I'm so glad you're here. Happy February, friends. I'm excited to be connecting with you in this, what feels like a a beautiful shift in energy. Let's get right to the show. Hello, hello, hello. How are you, my friends? I am very, very excited to be joining you inside the month of February. It never fails (laughs) to surprise me how crappy January can be, right? Every year, for 42 years now, (laughs) I'll be fairer to myself, for the past many years... (laughs) I am in January. I mean, I am. New year, new you. I've redeveloped that concept in a lot of ways um, to serve me better, like to align with what I think is important, my values, right? So I don't uh, particularly make crazy resolutions and um, swear off carbohydrates, but I get very excited about the blank slate. And I've, I've talked about this in prior podcasts, um, but <laughs> I failed to remember that um, the energy of January is still a period of immense shifting and fallout even, fallout. That's, yeah. Do you feel me on this? And February, February is the, the, the new year energetically. And it is incredible what occurs. It's, it's incredible. And you can't make it up. Like, I was doing all the things in January. And I was underwater the entire month. One of the hardest Januaries I've had in a while. So it feels. And at the same time, another way to look at that is one of the steepest climbs in my journey of becoming, of of letting go. And I'm so excited to feel connected to inspiration. Wayne Dyer says, inspiration means in spirit, within the spirit. So that for me feels like connection to God, to my source to my inner being that loves me. And I struggled 
to feel that as true, even though I knew it was every minute, I struggled this past month. So with some gift of hindsight, because what a gift that is, right? Looking back just a few days um, and feeling today inspired in spirit, um, feeling today connected to um, divinity through creativity, I really want to share um, what's coming up for me and just my heart's intention for the month of February and invite you into this intention if it feels aligned and in service to you. And I'm going to carry it through the whole month on my podcast and in my socials and my newsletters. So just be, there's nothing to do other than an invitation to just stay connected um, and look forward to this theme on self-nurturing in this month of love. So today's focus that's on my heart to share is is um, ending the way we sabotage the love that we feel for ourselves and instead learning how to suspend ourselves within that love. Stop sabotaging the love. Try to suspend in it. How do we hold on to that love? How do we suspend ourselves within it and cultivate it? Letting it grow through our intentional nourishing and tending. And that's what I want to really offer today. It's the most important to do this self-nourishing, the self-nurturing in periods of fresh growth. And what I, what I mean by fresh growth, what, what, this is um, what I'm trying to describe here. I'm thinking of any time we're consciously choosing to expand the love we can give ourselves. Remember, this is an infinite resource. Love is an infinite resource. So we have an endless opportunity to grow our love. And I believe the ever-growing, ever-expanding concept of loving ourselves is a marker for radical self-love. Often a period of fresh growth follows a period where we've been feeling low or under-resourced, walking in the valley, I call it, in the shadowlands, when we've disappointed ourselves or fallen out of integrity with ourselves or others. This is often a time where fresh growth occurs because love is required to expand to include all of that shit, all that disappointment, that accusation. That's the thing. We've got it backwards. I think too often we seek to expel that shit, to rid ourselves of that shit before we can feel or show ourselves love and compassion. It's actually the other way around. We ought to allow the love for ourselves to expand and grow to include all the parts of us, our messiness, our learnings, our missteps. Take a minute and think of a seed that has sprouted in a tiny, precious, tender and soft green shoot. You can just picture that little shoot coming up from the soil, kind of spindly, so thin, so light. As a gardener, we would carefully, with great attention, coax that to grow, 
protecting it from elements that would be too harsh for this precious little sprout. Or imagine a new leaf unfolding on a plant. That soft, supple green of the new growth. I get really excited when I see new leaves unfolding, unfurling almost, that curling on my houseplants. And I get so very gentle, almost caressing that new growth. I love to sing and talk to my plants, so I definitely welcome it in with, oh, aren't you beautiful? (laughs) I would never like tug at it, like open up all the way or spray um, these, these little green shoots with Roundup or poisonous chemicals. But that's in essence what we do to ourselves when we're moving in growth. We feel a surge of love or joy, fresh growth in our experience, and instead of tenderly welcoming this higher vibration, we snatch ourselves back with harsh criticisms and who do you think you are self-talk. And we make a home within the lies that we aren't worthy to love ourselves. We aren't worthy to feel love for ourselves. We are too broken. And we hold a record of the ways we aren't enough, the ways we are inadequate. We cling to the evidence of those lies and we build a case against ourselves. Poison, poison, destroying that precious, tender growth of love. When love was ready to grow, to include all the messiness, the learnings, the missteps, so you could continue forward. We kill it. Beloveds, this is the way we sabotage self-love. So how can we put an end to this? How can we train ourselves to suspend ourselves in self-love? Every time I use the word suspend, I picture pink beautifully suspended in some um, agro... uh, yoga kind of pose, singing glitter, suspending ourselves in love. And it's just such a beautiful mental image to think of me suspending myself in love. A huge first step here is is to sit with yourself. And I mean really. Invite yourself to come sit at the table, the kitchen table across from you, or curl up in a blanket on the couch and be with her, with him. Be with them. Listen to what you have to say. How are you feeling? What are you saying about yourself? Where are you feeling inadequate? I invite you, let this process serve you. Make it personal. It feels so heavenly to be heard, doesn't it? To be listened to by someone that we know is a support of unconditional love and support that kind of support it's just heavenly and we can first offer this to ourselves listening without judgment unconditional i like using journaling for this type of listening helps me capture and really listen and reflect back to what i'm saying to myself about myself the brain is tricky we don't write it down sometimes or if we don't record it in some way or if we're not witnessed by another person our brain can quickly play tricks on us and this is this is what's going on at this place 
playing tricks on us, lying to us of our lack, our unworthiness. So supporting yourself in a process of listening and recording and really showing up to that moment to reflect back the tales that we're telling ourselves that aren't true. Those things that sabotage our self-love. And then after you've listened, compassionately offer yourself understanding. This is how we would care for and hold space with a loved one, a sister, a friend, a daughter. We would seek empathy and understanding to meet them in that place. You deserve the same from yourself. And from this place of understanding, we can move with love into accountability, creating an accountability process and make course corrections to realign yourself with your highest good. I think that it's interesting. I've definitely heard this before, and I myself have experienced the same scrutiny. If I show myself too much compassion and too much understanding, I won't take the correction, basically. I won't I'll just let myself go. But I think real radical self-love includes accountability so that we can be in integrity with ourselves and you can make those corrections to realign yourself with your highest good. And when I say your highest good, I, you know, if that's not um, language that resonates with you or like that just kind of doesn't land for you, um, I invite you to Notice like the realignment that we want to take when we aren't like walking our talk, honoring our mission, um, our values as, a, as an individual, right? So that's what I mean when I would say my highest good. And then using this loving, self-nurturing practice of listening and sitting with yourself and then moving into an accountability process where you realign yourself with your values, walk your talk, get back in integrity with yourself. Using this loving self-nurturing practice, this will help you. This helps me to suspend myself within the loving space we deserve and are worthy of. This month of February, you know, we commercially celebrate love with hearts and chocolate and grand gestures of devotion and heteronormative relationships. And I've always just been a kind of a downer on Valentine's. <laughs> but um, in my 20s, I remember a really rad human in my life and brought tulips in to work and passed them out to all the females. Um, and just it was like my first introduction to Galentine's, and I'm here for that. Just the idea of love. And as I've allowed myself to just appreciate an opportunity to focus more on love, I also think there's other beautiful ways that we are cultivating love and connection in the month of February. And I'm thrilled to see, at least in my own sphere, the month being more designated to celebrating and centering Black history. Yes, so my own intention for this month of self-nurturing, continuing on my revolution of radical self-love and worthiness, so help support both of these, these focuses. 
of celebrating and centering Black history, of um, contributing to the collective, to the community. Because as I want to focus on suspending myself within love, first for my own care and well-being, that gets to flow outward then, nourishing the world and communities around me. And that feels in alignment with who I desire to be. So I hope that you also feel inspired in this fresh, energetic, new beginning of February. And I hope that you feel an invitation here, an invitation present for you to put an end to how you sabotage the love. See if you can suspend yourself in it. I so look forward to a month of cultivating self-nurturing practices. I've got a wonderful list to share with you. So stay connected. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I invite you to do so now so you don't miss an episode throughout this month and moving forward. I love you all. Thank you for spending some time with me on this day. Blessings. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying my podcast and you'd like to help support me, I invite you to leave a rating and review or post about it on social media. And to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at Nicole Denise underscore life by design or sign up for my newsletter over on my website, Nicole Denise life by Finally, if you felt supported and encouraged by what you heard today, it's very likely that someone in your life would benefit as well. And sharing is caring. So go ahead and send somebody a link to today's show and let's spread this revolution of self-love and worthiness. Thanks again. Love life. And I'll see you next time.